So. Yes. Stan and Lee are on vacation in Las Vegas. Hot damn. What happened with the dam? Well, the, the dam was maybe it was the Hoover Dam. Oh. Hoover Dam's right near Las Vegas. Makes, okay, cool. Lee has let Stan plan the activities, and yeah. he is starting to regret it. Okay. Not in, gambling? In order to save a few bucks. Oh, Stan has not a place to be. Stan has booked all of their itinerary off the strip, like way off the strip. As they walk into the next show that they are going to see, <laughs> Lee says to Stan, <laughs> this Elvis impersonator better not be some wish.com version. I want to see something close to the real king. <laughs> Stan says, you have nothing to worry about. He has great reviews on Ask Jeeves. As they take their seats, the singer on stage is already mid-song. Viva forever. Oh, my goodness. Viva, viva forever. I pay a good money to see an Elvis impersonator to do a rendition of you. Okay. <laughs> oh, I can't do this uh, today. Sometimes the story is the very last thing I do in my notes. Uh-huh. This time it was the first thing. I was like, all right, what's my stupid story for this? Oh, I got it. Oh, no stupid this story. one's easy. This oh. one's easy. Holy cow. Okay. Colors of the world, every boy and every girl, people of the world, welcome one, welcome all to another version of, no, not another version, another episode of The Spice Level, a show where two of the friendliest guys that you probably could have ever met or meet are going to be going through every single song in the Spice Girls discography, exploring all of the the conversations behind the lyrics, behind the videos, behind what we're going to be getting into this gorgeous day, but before we get into that... I'm here. My name is Mike Martin, and with me, as always, is gosh darn the man I hope does Viva Forever. His <laughs> name is I'm Brent Kelly, and we're going to be talking about wannabe today. Um, no, uh, today we are going to be doing peculiarly not a uh, shallow dive, but probably a very deep dive into the song Viva Forever, the ninth song. Yeah, we are the the finish line is ahead of us. Oh, it's close. But in order to get through that or to that, we've got a Jump in, bite into the sandwich that is Viva Forever. Um, as opposed to last week, that was one line in the Spice Wikipedia that allowed me to unlock the gates of chaos. We have the world's biggest Wikipedia article, I think, when it yeah. comes to any of the Spice Girls singles. So, without further ado, where do we even begin in well, this... Like you said, this is a single, yes. so we have numbers for once. Woohoo! We're back. I didn't even mention numbers last week because it didn't have any at all. It Ugh. wasn't even on the top eighteen of the daily numbers. But Viva Forever was released as a single in the UK after Jerry had already left the group. Yes, indeed. It made it to number one for two weeks, making it the seventh number one the girls had in the UK out of eight singles. Not a bad run at all. Not at all, and it's a bummer that Jerry left before it was released yeah, it because is. there's a lot of things that are involved with the song too. Correct. So. It also made it to number one in New Zealand, which is the first time they had a go. number one song since Wannabe. There you so, go. So, big gap there. Shout out to the Kiwis. It was not released as a single in the U.S. At all? At all. It huh. was not It was in Canada. It got to number four in Canada. Right. It never got released as a single here in the U.S., which happened before in the Spice album. The Who Do You Think You Are, Mama, Double Side, yep. never got released True here that. as well. Yeah. 
This song was delayed several times for yes. the release as a single. It also did not get a ton of promotion, having been released after Jerry left and while the remaining girls were still on tour. Do you think it's just a matter of like controversy because Jerry left at the time? I don't know. That became the big it, deal? It could be. It could be. Right. People still like the song, though. Sure. It I, sold very well. Like I said, it still hit number one, even without Jerry there. It hit number one. It hit top ten across Europe and multiple, multiple countries. I think, I mean, it, it ranked in mine when we first started talking. I think this I did was, set this as my a number was. one favorite song. You did. This was your number um, one. It's progressed pretty heavily over the past many conversations that we've had. But yeah. it's, I mean, it, but it's still up there. And, and like I said, when we re-listened to it, I got chills when we were watching the, yeah. the interesting music. I mean, it's a great song. Thing. And it is absolutely still popular this day. There was a recent Twitter poll that people were picking their favorite song from Spice World, and this came out number one. Did it really? Yeah, people still wow, love this song. Actually. I'm not going to lie to you. I know. I, I agree with you. <laughs> we'll argue about it in the near future. Exactly. But... Yeah, we, oh, it's only like two episodes. <laughs> two now. episodes oh, no. there, bud. Uh, this song does have 50 million, almost 50 million streams on Spotify. Sure. Making it the number six Spice Girls song there, and the daily numbers have it at number eight with 24,603. Yes. It is a nice slow ballad. With it is Spanish influences, obviously shocking, but it's with there. Both the Very lyrics so. and with the instruments. Yep. Mallory had said to me once recently that she didn't realize that the repeated words were just hasta mañana over and over again. I had it playing in the in the Bluetooth <laughs> speaker in the shower. Did oh. you Did you know that I was, while I was googling this, just an aside before we get into the song, did you know that ABBA has a song called Hasta Mañana? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Does, I, is it I, sounding very similar to this or sort of? Well, the theme is kind of the same. I don't mm-hmm. know if we want to get in the theme right away, but I mean, we, the, that's what we do here is we the, just yeah, so whole, but the ABBA song was about a fleeting love, a spring and summer type of romance, mm-hmm. which is interesting to me because I mentioned when they performed in Sweden, they dressed up as ABBA. That's so obviously <laughs> they have an affinity for ABBA. They, they sure. admire ABBA. I don't know if that the ABBA song helped inspire this one or not. Huh. I mean, maybe it like maybe it was a callback when we get into the whole theme of it to, you know, because from what when I was reading about it and I don't think it's that's where it's interesting watching the music video because it's totally different in what you get the takeaway of uh-huh. the uh of the song itself from what I was and even Emma said, I think that it was about yeah. like a holiday romance. Absolutely there's and yeah, you know Emma, it's not gonna last. Emma directly said it's about a summer romance. Jerry wrote most of the song herself, but it's about holiday romances. Uh, and I quote, so that's what came out in the studio. I don't think I've ever had a real holiday romance, but I've met people I'll never forget. You meet so many different people and have a nice or weird or romantic experience with them, and you never forget them, what do, do you, you? What would you constitute lengthwise as a holiday romance? Like, what a balance? So, kind of, I think the, directly what they were saying was you take, like, a vacation, of vacation in Spain. Okay. Costa del Sol was mentioned. Yep. You're there for a few weeks or a month or whatever. Every time I see that, I think of Final Fantasy VII. Absolutely, me too. Okay. 1,000% so. <laughs> absolutely. the only correct way to read that. Absolutely. So. But you have a you know, summer fling. But also you could think of, like, Greece. Sure. Danny and... and uh, and like a Sandy summer fling kind of have thing? a summer fling, you know. Okay. Summer loving happens so, you, so fast. So, like, the max on a holiday would be, like, two and a half yeah. months. Two and a half months, probably, yeah. Bottom yeah. would be a week vacation. So, a week yeah. to two and a half months. Yeah. You can get to know somebody pretty darn quick in that sure, time Sure, of course yeah. you can. Of course you can. Huh. I've seen people online with their own interpretations of the song. Fun. Good man. Saying that it's about fleeting childhood or the loss of a loved one. Mm-hmm. I can see both of those as well. And that's where the... Uh, the music video does come into play with that when there's more interpretation Absolutely. towards that. Side yes, one hundred percent. And there was another quote from Baby where she said that they purposely left it a little bit open ended, right? As if the outcome is not clear if the narrator went back to reality or back to normal, and added that it really makes you think. And we try to provoke thought with all of our songs. Mm-hmm. I think most of their songs do provoke thought. Some of them are just pure pop. 
without a, oh, too, much of a, too much of a deep meaning to him, but this one for sure. No Multiple questions. interpretations of this song you could have. Very much so. And I mean, the hasta mañana. Yeah. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Always oh, he mine, but it progresses to be always searching for the one. Like, yeah. it's moving on. It's, it's hasta mañana. Exactly. You have, I don't know. Like, it always, I couldn't p- figure it out when I was a kid, I think. Absolutely. Oh, of course not, no. And by that, I mean, like, 12-year-old me trying to not even know what the phrase Ostermanyana went and what it yeah. meant. And I didn't have internet to pop on or anything of like course, that. And I'd ask course. my dad, he'd be like, what is that? Like, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was interesting. And it's, I mean, there are other songs that they've thrown Spanish phrases into, yeah. right? Yep. Okay, cool. So Jerry especially, she'll throw us some Spanish. That's in. right. She's she had the whole to... Spanish rap. But this song also includes, because you're talking about the instrumentation, it brings back, um, she did strings. I don't think... Uh, I think it might have been "Who Do You Think You Are?" To be honest, okay, maybe, but her her name's Ann Dudley, and we like she killed it in the. Oh streets. yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yes, so she's she's credited for two songs with the Spice Girls, and this is the second one. Interesting. Obviously, okay. it's got a bigger push when it comes to that. You know, well, I mean, we both, you know, talked about her when we talked about that other song too. Wow, look at us not being able to do the callbacks on the songs. Is how much we want to get it back into. I know, right? Oh, I'm gonna hunt it too. We're vetting facts here, folks. Never give up on the good times. That's what it was. was. And Dudley. So that's where I, like, I, I was just trying to see who, were cre- who people were credited because the instrumentation on this one is really, it's, it's, I mean, it hits the tone of what they're looking for. Oh, yeah. And it's one of the, the few times that the girls choose to sing in a key that's meant to be melancholy. Ah, yes. And they're actually yes. singing a sad song. D-sharp minor, feelings of the anxiety of the soul's deepest distress, of brooding despair, of blackest depression, the most gloomy condition of the soul. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. For once, it actually fits the song they're singing. Yeah. They Instead like of to, turning it on its head, they actually, say, like they the actually leaned into it. Yeah. And they, they lean into it yeah. hard. Like, it's one of those times that, I mean, I don't know how many times the chorus does hit in this because there are some longer verses. Sure. But that chorus sticks in your nog like it's oh, yeah. nothing. But absolutely. Whew. So which way are you leaning? Summer romance or is it loss of childhood, loss of innocence? As some like to say, I lean more into loss of innocence, loss of childhood. Okay. I think. Yeah, I could see that. I really could. I mean, obviously, like oh, I said, beards. they even say it's about summer romance. So, but they also said that it's left open on purpose. I lean more towards the loss of innocence, loss of childhood, mm-hmm. Viva Forever, try to stay who you are, I guess. I don't know. Try to stick with live in the moment. Well, they literally say live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Remember who we used to be, feeling together, believing, whatever. And that, that shows that younger. Yeah. But almost, it, you could do the other way, though. It, of course you can. Believing yeah. whatever. Like, maybe we will stick together for, like, oh, man. That's good. That, uh, it ambiguity is Ambiguity is powerful in music. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very much so. So, that's what I got when it comes... There was okay, because <laughs> that's what we do is we pivot. Yep. There's a musical. Oh, I forgot about that. I clicked the button because it was at the top of the Wikipedia page where there was so much yeah. involved with it. it. I don't know the full details on it, and that's why I was sad that I didn't get to read all about that part because it's it's a full full musical that they did for a small stint, and it's songs that are also like either originals or other people's covers along with Spice Girls songs. Yes, it wasn't the girls singing it. The music was called Viva Forever. Correct. It was short-lived, like you said. It was not terribly successful. Right. From and what I remember. Even the set list, is, it just bounces around. There's there's three different, four different songs that are, or three or four different parts. 
Act one is a matter of about 12 or 13 songs, but they oh, wow. sing songs like Goodbye mixed with Mama, and they do Say You'll Be There, but it's like different okay. people singing in it, and it's just a whole thing that ends with, you know, Wannabe, and then Stop, Spice Up Your Light, and it's just this, with orchestra, and so... It's something I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to deep dive. Maybe we'll find a version of it somewhere. And that would be cool. Watch that. That would be very cool. Notation for future episodes. That'd be very cool if we could do a reaction to that. Uh huh. But that's something I didn't do enough research on. But I saw it and I saw the set list with it. And I'm like, oh my gosh! Even if that came to town, I would go see that. Oh, absolutely. Come on. So speaking of live performances, Ooh. I watched a couple live performances of this. Okay. The first one I watched was the BBC performance from March of '98, just a couple days after Jerry left the group. Ooh. Do you know the the infamous uh, "Get Well Soon, Jerry" that Sporty says? So as part of this, they they were on national TV oh, for man. for the national lottery, right? Um, and they asked them, of course, "Where's Jerry? Why is there only four of you?" And this is like two days, I think, after Jerry <gasps> left. Just like she wasn't feeling so hot, right? Yes. Yeah, so they say, "Oh, Jerry's not feeling well today. We're sad. You were sad she couldn't be with us. They hadn't uh-huh. announced that she left the group yet." And Sporty, bless her heart, she does a "Get well soon, Jerry," and like <gasps> tilts her head to the side with a little like melancholy smile. And it's become infamous since then because obviously afterwards people found out why she really wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, of course. And God, I feel bad for Sporty just stand up there lying on well, national yeah, television. Yeah, somebody that, that goes through a, a heavy amount of anxiety. Like, yeah, just knowing about her her past that that, that that's a stinker because you'll you'll look back and just regret it, and they'll just live in oh, your mind absolutely. for how long, and especially because there were so many questions about why Jerry left. Yeah, and to have it had to have been a publicist or somebody just saying. Just say she's not feeling well. Exactly. Because we'll deal with it. Not yeah. today. Of course. Because that, that would allow the news anchors to just move on to something else. Correct. Oh, it would have derailed the whole thing. Of course. Because they would, they would have just talked about that. Jerry laughed. What do you mean, Jerry? Whoa, whoa, left? whoa, whoa. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Bring back Estelle. Who's going to roller skate? That's right. So it ends up being just the four of them performing on stage. No choreography, nothing flashy, just a nice yeah. slow ballad. Of course. And then I watched the Wembley version from also after Jerry left, yep. of course. And it's the four girls in. in White outfits, like long, uh, full-length coats, That's white awesome. coats with white outfits underneath. Sporty's actually in a bikini top, which is usually Posh's game, so it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sporty sounded really good in that live performance, too. Oh, really? And they bring in a bunch of little kids up behind them on stage, also in all white, and the kids sing along with the chorus, which is pretty cool. Okay, I got concerned. I wanted no, to hear you. Okay, it was well, pretty neat. We'll check out that one once before. And then towards the end, one of the Viva Forever sporty yells um, or sings Spice Girls Forever Aww. instead of Viva Forever. Aww. And then the, I don't know if this is the, the closer of the show or whatever, but as the song ends, Scary and Sporty have a quick little little smooch Aww. to kind of celebrate that the song was over or if That's, the concert's over or whatever. I wouldn't think a song like that would be a closer, not to say it's a bad song by any means, but right. it's the sixth most popular, but it, it does give you that feeling of melancholy and almost a, a it could have been a, though like a more intimate performance should have well, well it was, no, was Wembley it was Wembley <laughs> it was definitely not <laughs> enough, the opposite. but it, it could have been a pre-encore like this is the end of the oh, show oh sure quiet 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 now they come back out with something big and hot shout out and, uh, that's a true statement you know what I mean very true statement I again we've not watched the full version I've watched so many pieces of that concert at this point I've probably seen most of the concert yeah you're probably we're probably almost there never seen the whole thing but speaking of seeing things uh-huh. Let's get into the music video. Oh, I've seen the music video, oh, man. Yeah. I I've seen this music video and and it's it's funny because I mean, like we could talk about so many parts of it. Mm-hmm. It's I'm glad that they still decided to release it. Yes. 
as peculiar as this this thing is, this this and it is deep dive that we can talk about. That's it will involve the Spice Girls, we promise. But it is it was a, it's a short film, folks. Yeah. But she pop. They, she's one of the fairies that pop out. Yeah. And they can't. I mean, they could. I'm sure. At least in, in modern times. But when I was reading a couple articles about the creation of it, it took them five months to animate. That's a long time. The girls. Like long time. Like I said, we're talking late '90s. Yep. So Pixar only just came out with. Yep. Maybe Toy Story. Sure. And well, do you know that this this wasn't CGI, though? This was stop animation. It was stop animation? It was made by the same people who made Wallace and Gromit and the Chicken Run movie. That's what I was... The claymation I, stuff. That's when I was researching a little bit when yeah. I saw that, that the guy, Box, I think is his last yes, name. Yes, And the person that wrote the article said, I was so confused about what this video was. And yeah. I said, 20 years later... I'm just going to reach out to the guy. Yeah. So he just reached out to him and it said that he did stuff like Wallace and Gromit and all that. That's and cool. It's, it's, I mean, that explains why it took so long. Look, stop motion takes forever. Cheers. Yes, it still does. It still does. Yes. yes. Stop animation is cool. I actually really like stop animation. I think it's really cool too. Yeah. I was like claymation. Like when I was a kid, I loved the, uh, the California Raisins yep. claymation thing. Shout out. Carrie loves them too. Singing all the Motown stuff. Always been a fan of that kind of thing. Is it Clash of the Titans that has a stop animation or not? Are they claymation? Yes, I think it is. Figures too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a lot of those old school like Godzilla stuff too. Very sure. stop animation kind of Say? stuff. Say? Oh, we're crossing all the boundaries. But we have to get back to this film. Yes. And the one line, I think it was when, he, when, he was, when the guy was interviewing Box. Box kind of gives his synopses. Oh, he says just that. I was reading a lot of Walls and Gromit and all that. And they're quite surreal stories. Rupert. Oh, it was Rupert. Well, Rupert the Bear ones. He was reading a lot of it from the 1940s and 50s. Often Rupert comes across some weird living toy in the woods or some secret doorway in the tree. They're quite surreal stories and quite magical. Interesting. And so he says that's why it becomes very metaphorical. It becomes more like a David Lynch film more than anything. Like, oh, my dude. Yeah. I know you like that. So it's got that that blue velvety. Yeah. Like just, just almost because they go. It has that like. So we'll, we'll stick to. The theories that we've had consistently. Yeah. The girls are opening the book. Yes. Yes. It starts with like a storybook almost, like a fairy tale book that opens up. It's them opening the book. Okay. Seeing the story, reliving the story of these children that that they may have use them for other means. Oh, okay. But let's get back to the beginning of the story here. You yeah. got the two young kids. It looks like it's almost 1950. So I, one of the things I read said it's set in the 70s. Okay. Okay. Which I makes can sense see that. Yes. The first time I watched it, and I only I had never seen this video before. Sure. Before we started doing the, nope, the, me work, the work for this exact episode, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. So, but one of the things I noticed, I was like, God, those clothes look dated. Like, we didn't wear that in the 90s, did we? <laughs> like, I know the 90s are, God, 30 years ago mm-hmm. now. But I was like, that doesn't make sense. So then I saw somewhere it said 1970s. Okay, that makes sense. It was much more. That 1970s does have that. You could see that. Outfits. Yes, I could see that being the case for sure. And also, it's just the kids running off on a field. I mean, yep. given the 90s, I mean, 90s still kind of had it, but you don't see very often parents are like, go for it. Yeah, Just yeah. disappear into the woods. Doesn't right. matter. Times have changed. Yeah. yeah. But they find just a, an egg. Yeah. It, so it's, it's a giant capsule. Like yeah. You get from like yes. a gumball type machine. Sure. You, know, you put two quarters in, it pops up the little thing, and you pop open your toy. But they didn't put a quarter in anything. That was just they there. And this thing is big. Yeah. <laughs> Like we we were in the same spot. Neither of us have watched it. No. So when I watched it at first, I'm like, oh, they're gonna pick it up and take it. The thing just cracks open. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, never seen. This. All I knew about this music video was I had seen the fairies, of course. Sure. 
the the weird little tin toy fairies. Yep. But so it opened up with these two kids running across the field. I was like, oh, there's actual people in this video too. Sure. No idea was going on. Yeah, they find this giant egg. It's like two or three feet long, two feet across, foot and a half across, whatever it is. What'd you do? <laughs> I don't know. But you're right. It pops open on its own, and this little like what rooster thing with a spring and a suction cup on the bottom pops out. So he looks like he's he could be like a a like a. a playground toy that you rock back and forth yeah maybe. okay like, okay that's where i was getting kind of that childhoody vibe or something that like would be a suction cup like yeah. you said and just sits on the front of a car or yeah. you have on a desk yeah but it moves yeah and it starts hopping away and the kids follow it yeah good thinking kids yeah they, they follow it from the open field into the woods yep it keeps hopping it hops onto another one of these giant capsules of course because why I not i don't know if you noticed it, it seemed like the it rooster was angry exactly it looked really <laughs> angry and then it also seemed like it was singing along to the song. Oh, like no, so- no, 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 no. Ugh. Like the song is saying hasta mañana, and his mouth is moving. It looked like it was moving at the right time. Heebie-jeebies, man. Yeah, and then he hops off the second capsule thing, mm-hmm. and it pops open as well, and out come the five fairies. Mm-hmm. And here I, we I don't know. go off that, to the do, races. Do they, I don't think the, you don't see the fairies actually singing the song, though. No, they I don't, don't, I don't think the, series, the fairies sing along, except for one part. Oh, really? So the fairies pop out. One of the kids runs away immediately. Sure. Made me laugh out loud. It was <laughs> yeah, like, he bolted it. like, cheese it. I'm out of here. He's out of here. The five, the five fairies like shoot up into the sky. The second kid just stands there like entranced, like looking up with a you know sure. wide eyed gaze, and they come back down in front of him. Well, it's it's there are I mean it's it's fight or flight. Yeah. I mean, sure. but in two kids, like, and it's it's instinctual, especially in a child. Yeah, and, absolutely. Like, and at that age, you're right. And I will be cheesing it. It's <laughs> instantaneous. The one yep. kid is just gone. Yeah. So. Guess he, who he survived was, Yeah, he was down. Da- yeah, no kidding. He was down to follow the rooster thing, but when the second thing popped open and five things fell, <laughs> he's out of here. So the girls, and it, I think it, it had to have tied around it around that same time. How they look has that same exact look of what the characters kind of look like in their video game, the, the PlayStation yeah, game where they they're dancing. Yeah, they do, yes. It has that cartoony look to them. And sure. That's where I thought it was animation. Big heads, in little head bodies. First. Yeah, that's yeah. where I think I was correlating it to that as opposed to the, the stop motion yep. vibe that you get off of it. But it's... I, I would have run, so... Nah, I'm, well, so, so you get the five fairies pop out, and then yep. each one does something to the kid who stays. Scary tries to scare him. Yep. She does like, do like, like a pop, jump scare kind of thing. Exactly. Posh like pushes his glasses up and then whispers in his ear. And that's the only point where I think the the fairies kind of line up with the song. Oh. While Posh is whispering in his ear, they're actually singing about whispering. Yep. So I don't even know if she was whispering the same words, but she's doing the same thing as they were sure. saying the song. Jerry comes up and like pulls his face over, then kisses him on the nose. She would. That's... Of course she would. Sporty does like a push off of his hand, does like a flip. 50 flips. And then like a pose, like a, like a kind of like a flex pose. And Baby comes up and just gives him like double peace Boom, signs. Pieces. And then and then comes back. And then all five, all the other four girls, I should say, put their hands on the baby pixie and like push her forward. Mm-hmm. And then she like blows him a kiss, but it's the, like the fairy, fairy dust, dust, the pixie dust. Exactly. Gosh. So I don't think that the fairies are the girls. Okay. I think the fairies are the minions. Basically, they're the Gru, uh-huh. and they're the minions to capture the children. I think okay. the children might be some sort of organic fuel for Ooh, their ship or something the that they ship. use for. Because, I mean, you can transport the capsules quite easily in a ship. Absolutely. They're quite Absolutely. mobile. So, um... Gosh, I don't even remember what I was gonna say anymore because it's just all over the place, dude. And so, so to your point, like 
the kid after he gets the the fairy dust pixie dust blown on him he then flies with or they fly him sorry they pick him up and fly him over mm-hmm. to this giant rubik's cube get even more lynchian my yeah, that's true very very much so giant rubik's cube they all the five of them land on it and they're they're dancing around mm-hmm. and it is interesting to your point like jerry's the front and center pixie yeah in this whole thing because they did commission this before Jerry left, so they've been working on it for, like I said, five months. So she's already sure. in the video. Like I said, you couldn't just easily take her out of it. It's funny, though, because think about five months before or whatever when they started to decide to do this one. And maybe it's during, maybe it's just after Spice World was filmed right. or what have right. you. And they're like, all right, cool. We're going to still release Viva as a as a single. Yep. And they're like, oh, another video. And they're like, no, don't worry. we got somebody that's going to do animation just to prove the continent. Yeah. Yes, do it. Yeah, because <laughs> that's well, like a weight off their shoulder exactly. too. I read that that's one of the reasons why they did it because they just didn't have time to I, film a video. No kidding. So they just said, "Hey, do this. Use our likenesses, yeah. sort of, and, and film to, it however you want." To your to. point, it took them longer to make this music video than it took them to make the movie. <laughs> oh man! They made the movie in a quicker time frame than this music video took. That's so cool. That's so cool. And it's one of the things that when I read the article from Ruby Lot Lavigna wrote this article and it's it's one of those things that you, you realize that you can do nowadays is you're thinking right now like let's talk about the concept let's talk about the concept yeah and all you can say is let's just see if we can get the email for the guy that hit directed it oh it's, sure like and they just jumped in the water sure. and said let's find out and then they responded and had a conversation yeah, about it like we're in that age now that as opposed to being like yeah what does this mean you can be like Yo, dog. Let's find out. What's up with that? And exactly. It's, just, it's so fun that you, we have we're in that age that we could literally just reach out and say that was really cool. And sometimes you get a response like, "Oh, okay. yeah, that's true. We, had, we do any live in a much more reachable age. Yeah. I suppose, whether it's email or Twitter sure. or Instagram or TikTok, you right. just reach out to somebody. Hey, so and so, I really appreciate what we do with this. Can you give me a little more background on it? Or exactly. Whatever? And it, and it, like that's why we say at the end of the show, like reach out to us. Well, yeah, I want to talk about this with everybody. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, as much as I like you, dude. Oh, yeah, totally. No, no, no. But I mean, if Emma shoot, shot us an email one time, I was like, hey, let's talk about the next song together. Yes. Let's yeah. Do exactly. It. So exactly. It's so cool. <laughs> so. They fly this kid to the Rubik's Cube. Yes. Oh, that's right. It opens up in the middle. It does. It's big. It's a big Rubik's Cube, big enough for this kid to climb in the middle. And then his friend pops back out of the woods. Of all times to show up again. He comes back just to see his friend climbing in this Rubik's Cube. Sure. And then all five pixies fly into it as it closes back up. And as the kid's walking back up, I mean, kudos to the kid for coming back. Like, oh, no, where's my friend? Yes, right on him. As he's walking up, the Rubik's Cube gets smaller and smaller. He picks up, and then as he's walking back across the field, it's like normal Rubik's Cube. Sure. And then did you notice that he was he was solving it as he was walking he away? He was whittling with it. When he's, he gets back to the field, he has it solved. It's done. But he gets back in the field, and there's a giant one of those capsule machines. How did that get there, and how did they not see it when they were walking in the woods or walking in the field at first? Also correct. Unless. And now there's, and now there's a lot of those capsules in unless. the field. Unless. Unless. Mm-hmm. It was transported there. For reception of indeed these capsules, one of, of the cap- energy, one of the capsules that are now in the field opens up and it's glowing. Mm-hmm. And the the friend, the second kid, puts the Rubik's cube back in it, closes it, and then hucks it Woo! up one shot up into the the <laughs> capsule machine. What a shot! What a great shot! Holy cow! I'm curious if you could <laughs> redo this video without the girls being the fairies, or you could still have them be the fairies, but have it actually not have their music in the background and just have actual sound effects yeah. and audio of like i want to know what the noise is that that rubik's cube is making as it's sitting there oh, okay. and they plug the kid into yeah. it yeah it has to have this like 
humming aura yeah, 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 of yeah, it. Yeah. And it's and does it have like a nice resonant note after it closes back oh, down? Yeah. We're, we're, box, we're coming for you. Indeed. <laughs> so then the the friend, he then walks away and he doesn't see the fairies and his friend fly back out of it. Mm-hmm. Now, did you notice? I, I did not notice that Go myself. Ahead. I found this in a comment on the YouTube. Only four fairies fly back out. Shut up. The ginger fairy does not fly back out of the capsule machine. So she's still in the video because it was commissioned before she left. But they must have done a last minute edit. Because the four fairies fly out first, and then the friend flies back out. The ginger fairy does not leave the no capsule. No kidding. Ever. Good yeah. find, YouTuber. Exactly. Wow. No, I did not know that. Huh. Now, so my, my biggest question at the end of this video is, is that kid dead? Which one? Rubik's the, Cube Boy? Rubik's Cube Boy. Yeah. Oh, he's he's whatever they make him into. Yeah. Yeah. And like, the video ends with, like, he flies back out as a fairy himself kind of thing, and it, you know, like, he's... It, freezes on his face and it goes back into the book mm-hmm. kind of thing what happens to the, his friend though like the one that's walking away all sad he's like because just, just go home and say boy yeah roy's not making it home roy's not coming home <laughs> folks sorry there's no answer to that one but what if he also stayed with the fairies and tried to follow them would they have taken them both right did they only want one kid that's the question too mm. maybe scary did scare like maybe they used some sort of pixie yeah. magic to- and what's in all the other capsules on the ground? Is it more roosters? Is it more fairies? Ooh, are they plants still of upcoming children that are going to exactly. be coming to the field? Or are they more Rubik's Cubes that need to be returned? Uh-huh. For- oh, my gosh, folks. Exactly. Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Are those also full of other Rubik's Cubes that have already captured other children? It just all happened around the same hour, apparently. <laughs> and these children and the fairies are just avatars of the Spice Girls spreading the Spice Sp- World and the Spice uh, There's domination. no questions anymore. There's, there's no questions about this. It's just digging deeper and finding more about their race. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love to have like a Spice Girls memorabilia tour. Sure. To see some of the outfits and the, these 12-inch high tin puppets. Yes. That were for this video. They should have sold those. I don't think that I even, for Merchant Spice of the Week, I tried yeah. to find versions like actual sold, like life-size, life-size. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? versions of those puppets or those those tin things. Oh, I'd I could imagine not, that they're... Could not find any. Really? Yeah, you surprisingly. Did oh, no kidding. Yeah. Man. But, I mean, and it's it stinks because... It doesn't stink. It, it builds to why it's worth spending so much time talking about this one because it's... The video is just a wholly different world oh, of yeah. what you're getting from the song, too, because there's so many, sh- you know, shout-outs that need to happen in just how the song's written. And it's just... It's a it's a beautiful ballad. It's, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's a great song. Yeah. yeah. So great ballad. It was very left field for both of us to experience yeah. the song and have this kind of mental reaction yeah. to the so, song itself. Sort of. As we're talking about this, I'm thinking how the music video doesn't fit what I thought of the song before I watched the music video, uh-huh. like Spice Up Your Life was. Sure. Except this video is good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like Spice Up Your Life didn't fit that song at all in well, a, in a this what is, I think, in a negative way. This is this early one. in the, the time. I mean, this is 1970s, you say. That's so true. Oh. That's really not the dystopian vibe that you're getting from Spice Up Your Life. That's why Spice Up Your Life is so dark uh, as opposed to this one Spice being Spice Up hopeful. Your Life is in the future uh-huh. after they've taken over the world. Uh-huh. This is 25 years before Easily. they take over the world. Uh-huh. Oh, now snap. we're picking up what we've been dropping. So that's <laughs> why it wasn't the girls themselves. This is like when when Superman was sent to Earth as a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, early in the you know the 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 pretext of Superman lore, 
this is the Spice Girls sent these these pixies to help set the set set the scene, uh-huh. set, set the, the world, tone. start taking over children in the seventies, and maybe these children have their children by the nineties, who become the Spice Girls fanatics. <laughs> Here we are, folks. Have you kept up with anything that we've just said? Oh boy! If you have, then you are part of us. Welcome aboard to the Spice Level. The Spice Level conspiracy oh, train is rolling, baby. No conspiracies anymore, man. Yeah, you're right. This is just facts. <laughs> this is all facts. Straight facts. Oh, we need we to rewatch are... all the videos. Like, we need to refigure one. We need to put them in order, though. Yeah. Oh, this that's one, right. This one's first. Spice Up Your Life is last. Mm-hmm. You got the chaos of... Although Stop was set, like, in the past as well. Yeah, it does have, like, a... Like a, a retro vibe. Yeah, to almost like a 1960s. Stop was supposed to be, like, the 50s or 60s. Yeah, yeah. let's say. It's got, like, a 60s England vibe. Mm. To... Oh, here comes... The timeline is weird, folks. The conspiracy theory will be one episode. Ooh. Perfect. As if it hasn't been already. Wow. See what happens when you start talking about the video, though? <laughs> yeah. That's why I saved it for last, for, for talking about things. I don't blame you at all. I really don't. Yeah. It's, it's, we've got to talk about the, the musical that has existed, too, and we'll, yep. we'll get we to have, that. I would love, you're right. I would love to find a recorded copy of the musical see what it was like. Yeah. That would be a fun episode to talk about as well. You can come to Syracuse if you want to. Oh, yeah. Let, let's, let's revive it. Let's see. All you have to do is just... Well, no, they can come to Syracuse. Yeah. I mean, oh, you mean like us, like... Put up the money for it. Oh no, I meant I meant to have a revival come to Syracuse. Oh, yeah, okay, good. That too. Let's win, let's win the lottery. We'll revive the uh, the musical. The musical. <laughs> we'll also personally fund a new Spice Girls tour with all five girls. Okay. Whatever the cost is, we'll now you're each, making more each, sense when it comes to winning the lottery. Each because of I think the five we can get girls, that musical yeah. over here pretty easily. Each of the five girls, whatever they ask for, we'll give them to do the tour. Whew. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Me too. So yes. Unless you have anything else. Um. How are you at Rubik's Cubes? Terrible. Me too. I've never solved one. I know our, our buddy Rob, shout out to Rob. He had he, an attempt. <laughs> he he apparently can do it. He yeah. says he's pretty good at it. We've seen him. Actually, he brought one to D&D once. He's pretty good at Rubik's he spent Cubes. A t- yeah, he spent I, a time that he was proud of like, yeah, watching. me. I have never in my life. I mean, I've seen those kids that can do it like behind their backs. How do you... David I, can't do it when, us. I can't do it when I'm looking at it. When I, when I was I mean, a kid, I licked, I licked all the squares and peeled off the stickers and put oh, them back on. Of course. Like, solved it. Yeah. Like I mean, it's it's math, right? If there's only so many different sure. ways you can have each color go one way or whatever. So if you solve the the equation, you can do it. My mind can't. Handle it. Not me. That's not me, dude. Okay, I am cool. not a Same Rubik's page. cube kid. Not at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. So Mike, that's as far as I'm getting on yeah. that. Yes. What is your favorite part of Viva Forever? <laughs> My favorite part is that last bit that give, did give me chills. It's when Scary and Sporty yeah. are harmonizing, and uh-huh. it's it's after all the girls are singing together. But then it's just the two of them, and Scary does that thing because you talk about it quite frequently about how versatile she is. Yeah, she does that lower tone yeah. on it, and even Sporty is not that kicking kicking spot, it's even not, though she does the yes. callback consistently yes. at the end again. It's just feeling the two of them at that moment. You're like, oh, dang. This song gives me chills. Yep. That's got good vibes. Yep. So that's where that has to be my favorite part. Um, hey, Brent. Hey, Mike. What's your favorite part of the song? We Why are, is it not the whole video? We are in full simpatico this week. Oh, no. I literally wrote the end where Scary is singing really low, interspersed with Sporty singing high. <laughs> we have so I, I also really like that part. That is yeah. absolutely my favorite part of the it song. It sticks, man. It's it so sticks. good. And it's, it's also, so good. as opposed to a song that... Repeats chorus, repeats chorus, repeats chorus. It's just, it's like, okay, well, guess we're going to do the same chorus or yep. at least the same part, but now it's just. Also, this song does not have a fade out. No, it does not. It has an actual ending. I know you enjoy that. <sighs> That's what you got. Mike, what is your spice level for Viva Forever? My spice level, it 
it's been all over the place and it's it's been the main thing we talked about in this one so my spice level is one giant rubik's cube away from solving this alien conspiracy theory oh that's good that's really good <laughs> i should have said one that transform into 180th of one but yes oh that's good what in the world is your spice level of people forever my spice level is 11 unopened capsules in that field at the end. <laughs> I rewound it about three or four times just to count how many there were. Oh, man. It's 11. And I'll tell you what, he the good continuity. After he throws that one up when he's walking away, there's only 10. They call him hoops. So, so they really did take one off the field for that. See? Box put some thought into his. Oh, no, it was a very well-produced music video. Very much it's so. It's bizarre as all get out. Very interesting. But intentionally so, which a lot of Spice Girls videos are. Yes. I think the best ones are. Like have, like have a crazy have like yeah full I mean story say you'll be there it. also Dave yep. you know Tarantino esque yeah uh, who do you think you are is way out there Oof. and high energy and crazy don't get me wrong Spice Up Your Life is an interesting video it it's is just it what is. you didn't expect from that type it of is. song I just yeah I think that video would work for something else sure just that song is so high energy and so carnival and so mm-hmm. high tempo the video just didn't match it at yeah, all yeah I gotcha I, if we were ranking music videos that's my bottom one wow. I think overall interesting yeah oh yeah oh except your overlords exactly yeah exactly <laughs> The, we got the, only one place to go then to escape them. All right, you ready? <laughs> let's, let's start else. walking. All right, Mike. Oh, man. We got you're you're reaching in the spice. I am, yes. Eventually, we'll replace these hinges or loop them up or something. Right. But we should until just have we it sitting on the counter here. Until, yeah, that's true. We could just leave the spices out. Why do we put them away every week? Like, spin I don't know. the wheel, wheel. Oh, that'd be fun. Just spin it and see which one lands on. <laughs> but you're reaching into the spice rack. Yep. Which spice of the week are you pulling out? So I, I don't think I've... I've pulled this place out as often as i should have during this album because we were going to say that it was going to happen yeah. every time and we just yeah. started digging too deeper but with that final harmony with scary yeah i do have to give it to sporty because she excellent. hits it in that excellent she sings over at the the end not just that final bit with scary but even that last yep. chorus she's she does her pop in and it's just it hits that 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 feeling of the song so yep they all encapsulate the song very well no pun intended oh um, sorry not sorry Ooh, encapsulated yes that's <laughs> but perfect I, I, that sporty kills it in this one so that's the way i'm going all right i'll put i'll put sporty back on uh, on our yep, lazy yep. susan right here yep oh, spin it up for me i'm yep. reaching in we are also in tandem this week but oh i'm gonna be in conjunction with you because i picked scary Oh, all right. I love her low parts in this song, That's especially good. at the end. Ugh. But you're absolutely right. It is For me, it is scary and sporty for sure. Scary got a little bit of an edge for me from this week. but Because of that low tone? And Scary has had like three or four really good songs in a yeah. row. Yeah, because even she when is, she's singing the verses on this one, she hits that same yeah. vibe. Yeah, like, she's dang. bringing it a lot more in this album than I thought she did before we really started doing the deep dive. I learned a lot of things about this album, dude. So... Very appropriately for this week. Okay. Our Merchant Spice of the week. Let's do it. We haven't done these yet, although they are very ubiquitous with spi- or with Merchant Spice. It's Spice Girls dolls. Oh, well, we've, that actually, yeah. We've we really never haven't ta- down, We have never down. talked about the dolls. Huh. So I even specifically looked up, because there's a lot of versions of Spice sure. Girls dolls. There's Spice World Tour dolls. There's yep. Spice Girls this dolls. I've... But there are two different Spice Girls Viva Forever dolls. Hey. There are ones that come with a VHS copy of the music video. No, thanks. In each doll. And then there's ones that actually come with mini versions of their... Ooh, that's spooky. ...of their dolls. And they are creepy looking. 
in real life. Like I said, I couldn't find like full oh, size versions of them. Man, but each no, girl comes kind of cool. Each girl comes with their own Viva Forever. That's kind of cool. Creepy looking doll Wait, thing. Is this a finger puppet? It's they are apparently dancing finger puppets. So, you know, like I don't know how to describe them. It's it's a a doll on top of a piece of wood, and you push down like a plunger underneath it, and they like collapse. Yes, they, okay. It's that. I'm pretty sure. So. You, <laughs> So you can make them dance, quote unquote, by like pressing it in a little bit and pulling out. Oh, that's kind cool. Because they're all held together by string. They like jiggle, 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 jiggle. Or would, you can make them fall down. I would take that versus the VHS. I like this version way much. These are, I actually didn't get the price on these, but they are expensive. Oh, I can imagine. I can Very imagine. Very expensive. But that is our Merchant Spice of the Week. Wow. All right. We got two books. Okay. Yeah. Pick a book. I mean, we're, we're I still got to go hardcover, man. Hardcover. I apologize, like it. but I don't apologize. I like it. Um, one to one forty something. One forty. Oh, Spice Girls. Two. One two zero. One twenty. Okay. Viva forever. One twenty is a picture of posh. Oh what? Oh man. What does it look like? She's saying. <laughs> Doesn't look like she's saying anything. Okay. She's wearing a kind of like jungle themed. Sheer dress yeah, I was say, that's over sheer just heck. over just her underwear. Maybe she had, maybe she's she's putting her her hand on her head because she's like, man, I really need an Advil because it's what really cold is this series of photos? I'm flipping back a page. It is the spice you got portfolio. Scary, yeah, it's the spice portfolio number three. Scary in like MC Hammer, MC Hammer pants, exactly. Cool. Hammer pants, super platform shoes. <laughs> but it's like just color splotches, like various colors. It's kind of fun. They're very intimidating. Posh is absolutely in her underwear underneath a sheer dress. Ginger's in like lacy negligee, yeah, like almost corset-esque. Yeah, with with fishnet stockings. Flip the page. Sporty is in comfortable clothes, of course. Showing off abs. Yeah, showing off her abs. Her shirt says slussy. Uh-huh. Stussy. I'm sorry, maybe it's stussy. There you go. S t u s s y. Baby's in like a '70s groovy short mini skirt dress. I don't know. The aliens have already sucked you in. Yep. See? All right. So give me another page for some actual words. Sure. Why not? Let's go. Stop right there. Oh, okay. Stop right there was here. And Damn, lamb. Emma says, I've got responsibilities. Now I'm famous. Uh-huh. I've always had friends and I used to go to the pub and meet them all the time, but I really can't do that now because there are always people around you that you can't fully trust. Oh, but I enjoy what I'm doing so much. I think there'll be plenty of time to go to the pub later on. Oh, Interesting. So she's kind of saying we're a little too famous right now. Maybe down the line I'll be able to do normal girl things again. If you find your way into Syracuse, then swing on. We'll meet you at the pub and not make it awkward. It's all good. Exactly. No big deal. Come on now. Drinks on the house. (laughs) Okay, folks. Oh, my golly. We've reached the end of Viva Forever. (laughs) Is there ever a time that we're not going to finish the song and I'm not like, whew. (laughs) I know. Well, we talk a lot. We talk. It's. It's very in depth what we get into, so but it's fun. I really enjoy it. Yes. So yes, yes. check out Nikolai Ganella's book series on Amazon. Check out Mike and Greg on Two Bandits Watching Bluey. Yes. Listen to Mike's solo album. Progress is only progress when documented on SoundCloud. Uh, you can reach us at the Spice Level Please on do. everything: Twitter, TikTok. We're we are also the Spice Level at gmail.com if you want to reach out. Yes. 
We'll be back next week with the final song on Spice oh, World. Oh, man. And what a song it is. The Lady is a Vamp. What are we going to do? I enjoy that song quite a bit. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I already have what I think is my Spice of the Week. Do you? Okay, cool. But I know that's going to change like 19 times. Exa- yeah, so. exactly. I have done that before. Like I said, where I've gone and like, this is my Spice of the Week. And then as I've listened to it over and over and watched it, he was like, mm, I'm going to change it. I mean, Jerry so, stole it by wearing roller skates. That's true. Week, so. That has happened a lot of times. I have not, I don't think I've, no, I've never, I've never watched a live version of this song, so that'll be interesting. I don't know if they, they have to have played they, it. I but, hope they have. Oh, Otherwise, man. we're not going to have anything to talk about next week. But we'll, <laughs> but we'll get there next week. You're dang right. Until then, I'm Brent Kelly. Yes, he is, and I'm Mike Martin. We love and appreciate you all, and thank you very much. Spice up your life. Viva forever. Oh,